0: Welcome to this weekly look into the work of the amazing science fiction writer Philip K. Dick. If you're listening to this podcast, you've probably read at least one of Phil's 40 plus recognised novels. If not, you'll probably seen either at the movies or on a stream service such as Netflix or Binge, Blade Runner, or Total Recall, or A Scanner Darkly, or Minority Report, or Next, all based on Phil's novels and short stories. Maybe you've also seen the 2017-2018 series Electric Dreams, which is also based on Phil's writings. Since his death in March 1982, Dick's work has amassed a huge huge cult following largely because of the depth of his vision and the future possibilities as he viewed them and also like all's earlier 1984 for just how eerily predictive some of his work was a word about this series based on phil's work firstly most of this series will be looking at phil's novels and what they tell us about pkd's view of the world and the future possibilities revealed in them Secondly, this will be a one-novel-per-week novel, novel per week, systematic look at the books according to year of publication and not year of composition. Therefore, for those who really know Dick's work, gather yourselves together and voices from the street. Dick's first two novels will be the last ones looked at. I'll be talking about novels in order according to year of publication. This means that the first novel discussed will, in this episode will be Solar Lottery, also known in England in particular as World of Chance, which was first published in 1955. Whereas, as I mentioned, Gather Yourselves Together was written in 1950, but not published until 1994, long after Phil's death in 1982. I should be referring to Philip Kendred Dick, by three nomenclatures, such as Phil, the most endearing, and a salute to fandom. I shall call him sometimes P.K. Dick, his initials, and sometimes just Dick, as scholars would refer to him after their conventional way of referring to authors by their last names. The official count of P.K.D.'s novels is 44. In addition, there were three lost manuscripts, entitled A Time for George Stavros, and Pilgrim on the Hill, both from 1956 and from 1958. Nicholas and the Higgs, 1958. At his death, Phil was working on The Owl in Daylight, which was never completed. Yes, I will add, this is scripted, of course, but I want to make sure that everything I impart to you guys is accurate. Okay, guys and girls. A warning for readers approaching Dick for the first time. He was a person of what we would call big ideas. He read widely, consuming work by philosophers from Plato to Kant. He read classic works by the French authors Flaubert and Balzac and the Russians such as Turgenev. He also was familiar with what was then the modern American novel, but he was also a man of his time. To the modern reader, some of his writing appears sexist and he was also prone to now-discarded racial terms of his time, although there is little evidence of racism in his work. There is, though, much evidence of his concern for the dignity of all human individuals. As a reader, I appeal for some leeway on his attitudes or turns of phrase so that the breadth of his more metaphysical ideas can be appreciated. Considering the current concerns and debates about where AI will take us as a species, I would invite everyone to read Phil and to read a, a person who is just not just a simple writer. He's a writer who considered many of the issues that we are now facing on a, a topical over half a century ago. The last of the terms of the game, my approach, as mentioned, is to review all of PKD's published novels, one a week, based on year of publication. His short stories will be looked at alphabetically, and yes, that's why I begin with Adjustment Team. To avoid what we now call spoiler alerts, for every title I will give a brief summary, but we will be examining the book's first ch- chapter in more detail. Not, of course, relevant to short stories, but to the novels. So let's go on the roller coaster with Dick and his exciting body of work, journeying through the fabulous and often sinister worlds which we will encounter. <laughs> are many collections of filled short stories, but uh, one of the most recent being Electric Dreams, which gives me a minute to plug Totally Unpaid, a link to my favourite on Australian online bookseller, Booktopia, www.booktopia.com.au. Electric Dreams contains the short stories which inspired the TV series of the same name. Booktopia has a book available in either paperback or hardcover, but if you are not in Australia my overseas viewers, you may, listeners, you may try Amazon, where Electric Dreams is entitled Electric Dreams, the stories which inspired the hit Channel 4 series. I kick off his first book into the work of P.K. Dick with the novel Solar Lottery, first published in 1955, which predates even my entry to the world. We'll then look briefly into the 1954 short story, Adjustment Team, released in 2011, as a film called The Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon and Emily Blunt and directed by George Nolfi, who also wrote the screenplay. Now, a quick plug from my favourite online bookseller, Booktopia. They have a huge range of books for Australian and New Zealand readers who they offer flat rate delivery to and during the last two years or so I've been dealing with them. Their service has been reliable and speedy for all in-stock items. I found their catalogue to contain more offerings than most online bookstores and they offer additional benefits and promos like Qantas Frequent Flyer Points, the Booktopia Book Club, live chat with customer service and also have ebooks and selected magazines in their online catalogue. You can sign up or use your Google account to sign in. And I personally find it useful that I can set up a wish list, or if I'm sure I will buy the item, I can move it to my online cart and come back in a week or two to complete the purchase. Just type Booktopia, that's B-O-O-K-T-O-P-I-A, into your search engine to explore, Also, they often have a free delivery promo period, you need to watch out for that, which can soften the blow of any purchase. So, why not browse Booktopia for your next book book purchase? That's www.booktopia.com.au I will stress, this plug is totally unpaid for and I have received no incentives to endorse Booktopia. Okay, let's move straight on now into review of the first of the published novels of Phil that we're going to look at, and that's Solar Lottery. And I'm going to start off with a little bit of a quote. And I'll also, for a bit of fun, I'll read a ChatGBT uh, review of the novel later because it's not all that bad, but, you know, as with most of ChatGBT right now, It doesn't have the personal touch. Anyway, here we go. This comes largely from the beginning of the novel. Particularly the first line. There had been harbingers. Interesting. What follows is a chronicling of a series of anomalous events. We're introduced to our main character, Ted Bentley, newly dismissed, and severed from his fieldy oath to his employer, Wasso Lear, Ted, late of France, chooses to use his newfound freedom to head for Batavia, which in 223 is the capital of the Indonesian Empire. Bentley's ambition is to work for the then quizmaster, Reese Verick, the quizmaster being the ultimate winner in the Solar Lottery. It's a world of robot taxis, remember Arnie in Total Recall, the Johnny Cab? Of lucky charms and telepathic soldiers. Chain-smoking Bentley initially strikes us as some character out of a film noir movie. Thematic for many of PKD's main characters, Bentley is a rebel against the system. There are some nice turns of phrase in Solar Lottery. For example, swarms of people like eager tropical flies shows us early in this dick's first published novel of how phil could use the language the descriptive power of it to create exciting science fiction that's my take on solar lottery well worth a read it's it's wonderful i think and uh if it's your first um, phil novel your first P.K. Dick, Dick novel, go ahead, get onto it, because it's great. Um, now, as I promised, the chat GBT, CBT, GBT, AIBT, whatever version of it, says something like this. Uh, the, novel, the novel's exploration of themes like surveillance, propaganda, and the manipulation of truth is thought-provoking much like the speculative topics tackled by many science fiction writers. It's a reflection of the power dynamics and control mechanisms that resonate with contemporary issues. Thank you, Bot. Dick's narrative structure with its twists and turns can be disorienting, akin to a podcast that keeps listeners on the edge of their seats. Yet this completely adds depth to the story and keeps readers engaged as they unravel the mysteries of this dystopian world. In conclusion, Philip K. Dick's Solar Lottery is a science fiction masterpiece that immerses readers in a world where power is randomly assigned and reality is a shifting landscape. That definitely sounds very much like our contemporary societies. With its imaginative prose, complex characters, and thought-provoking themes, it's a must-read for fans of speculative fiction and those who appreciate storytelling that challenges the boundaries of reality. Well, it does tell us that um, AI can sometimes be saccharine sweet. hmm? Great. Again, I would say I would suggest everyone who wants an introduction to Phil could actually go much worse than uh, be led towards Solar Lottery. Was it my first film novel? No, it wasn't. My first was A Galactic Pot Healer, and I'll have a little bit to say about that, in fact, quite a lot probably, when we get around to that, when we get into the week where we cover that. Let's move on now to the short story adjustment team. Only going to be very short, as is the quality of short stories. Don't believe in spoilers, not going to tell the ending, okay? Adjustment Team was published in 1954 and a pre-date sold a lottery. Even in his early writing career, PKD's ability to use words economically is an evidence. The story is short and quirky in Phil's style with his talking dog and a main character locked in his environment. Most of you listening would be aware that the short story was padded and made into a film in 2011 called *The Adjustment Bureau*. The short is the story. Short. It's freely available on the internet. Give it a go, my friends, and thank you very much for being with me in this inaugural, this first episode. Look, looking at the great and work of the futurist Philip K. Dick, not just a science fiction author, but a futurist. Now. I really would love it for this to become our podcast, not just mine. So if you guys want to reach out to me and just tell me what you like about it, what you don't like about it, you know I've got those um, things that I'm going to do. I'm going to do one novel a week. I'm going to do... Some uh, a short story a week. If there's stuff, other stuff you'd like me to talk about in addition, look, please reach out to me. If you just want a shout out for a friend, uh, for one of your your um, kids or or anything, also I'm happy to do that. Just give me uh, an email, drop me a line if you like. In the old days, on LD Enterprises one one one, and I'll spell that for you. It's A L D E N T E R P R I S E S 111 at gmail.com. LD Enterprises 111 at gmail.com. Or I have a a website, not wonderfully built, must admit that's going to change, but it's LD Enterprises, same spelling, dot au. It's been wonderful to have you with me. Hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. If you haven't, don't mind if you drop me a line. Hey, Please, just don't make it too abusive, okay? It's great that I can uh, have the opportunity to share who is possibly one of my favourite authors of all time. Uh, definitely one of my favourite authors of all time and certainly a great futurist. And I'm glad now that he's getting the, the attention he deserves. Sadly, Phil didn't get it while he was alive. He died, as many of you might know, only a few weeks before the uh release of the film Blade Runner which would have seen him to be incredibly famous but you can really understand when more you understand about Phil that that wasn't what drove him he was interested and a man of ideas thanks very much you've been listening to LD and uh hope you come with me and stay with me for the journey (laughs)